Now, who's that you and, and Gutman are good to go? Yeah, yeah they're available. Like 90 minutes fit or? Yeah, I think Rosetto is. I don't know, Gutman probably is. Okay. Just, yeah, but yeah, they're coming back from injuries probably. Gutman uh, is the closest one uh, that just trained partial a couple of times this week and, and today he trained full for the first time. Um, so yeah, Rosetto has been more uh, within the system for long. The uh, dimensions of Yankee Stadium's uh, pitch, how does that affect your preferred playing style? Well, I, I would say yes. Uh, you don't have that amount of space, the width and all that. It's 10 yards probably, uh, total probably 66 yards around that number uh, of width. Um, so that's five yards on each side compared to Mercedes-Benz. And yeah, maybe a little bit of spacing and the timing one. When you open up the field like right, like you put players outside, normally you have enough space to to switch, and that is hard to cover for a back four um, the whole field. So I think still we can do something like that, but it's, it's more kind of the, the angles for the guys passing outside that, that changes a little bit. But I think it's okay. Does it affect your preferred formation? No. Does it try to get the angles in the space? No. No. Okay. No. 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 Um. Curious about your thoughts on the NYCFC's attack. It's been kind of a unique situation where they have Magna up top. It's maybe not a, a natural number nine. Uh, what have you made of uh, what they put together so far this year uh, going forward? Yeah, well, the last game he played more on the left, and, mm -hmm. and they played the kid as a nine. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what they put. What I know is whatever, you know, lineup that they put up front, whether it's Magna outside or, or inside, it's a very fluid team. It's a team that 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 since long time ago is very fluid in attack, that understands time and space, how to drop in the pockets, uh, at times even without a clear structure, but they are just very good at moving in different spaces to be dangerous. So that's, that's been always New York City's strength. Uh, and, and I think now, since last year, they changed a lot, kind of the spine of the team, like no Collins, no Johnson, no Maxi Morales, uh, you know. Um, so they've been changing a little bit in that, and now they are trying to redo a bit of that with different players. And, and yeah, uh, they're a different team in that way, but the style, I think, remains the same. When they're adding in new pieces like that, adding in guys like Ledesma, kind of on the fly, uh, how tough does that make it to prepare uh, for a team like that? Well, I know Ledesma very well. And, uh, he was in PSV, and, and, and you know, he's a very good player. And on number ten, that that can eight, ten, that that can uh, break lines. He's good dribbling. He's a, he's a very good dribbling. He can keep going with the ball, always good vision, good passes, all dangerous. So he's a very good player. Um, uh, but yeah, overall, we, we, we do a good job with everyone scouting the new fullbacks. Kufre on the left. Uh, I think he's very good attacking-minded fullback. Uh, let's see, you know, that matchup. On the, on the flank, how uh, we can do better there. And yeah, they have good players, and as always, we, we put more attention on what we do well, but having a little bit of an idea of what they do well and how we can counter that. We yeah. talked to Miles earlier today. Uh, how impressed have you been by his ability to not only recover so quickly physically, but also mentally within the uh, Yes, uh, very happy with that. That and Brad, um, once Ossie's back, I think we're going to be similar. So overall, good mentality, good performances. I think the, the shape of the team and then the, you know, the, the caliber of 
space we've been doing, uh, I think helps, right? So we're doing good collectively, individuals shine, and when you have that amount of talent that Miles has to cover the back, like, like he shines even more. So it's the same, it's, it's always a collective effort, but yeah, very happy with his return to play as normal and every weekend he's available and he's playing at a very good level. When you watched film of, of the Red Bulls and you saw Miles break up that three on one, I mean, what were you going through your mind as you watched that unfold? Uh, well, it was a smart play. I think it was uh, Brooks was recovering already, so I don't know if it was three against two kind of situation. But uh, the thing is, yes, we, we talk about that in the film. We show probably Noah, I asked Noah how you know how, how he would do that one, and and yes, like he was very smart first, cutting off the, the, the passing lane to the other guy from there. He understands his physicality to get in that distance for a normal player like me or it was too much of a distance between him and, and the attacker, but because he understands his speed, he was able to measuring that on the fly, and then the next touch of the opponent, he just covered that play. That's the quality we, we get with Miles. So, so yeah, it's, it's not like something that impressed me because I've seen him doing that very often in training sessions, so it's something like that. Well, that's, that's kind of normal for him. Y'all hadn't beaten Red Bulls until last week in a, in a regular season match. You haven't won, the team hasn't won at Yankee Stadium a regular season match. How important would it be to accomplish that on Saturday? Just for confidence sake. Yeah, it's very good. Like, I mean, records and all that, that's that's the less important thing to me. For me, it's the consistency in the performances. And, and, you know, last week was about coming back to who we are this year is to remain there and stay there and, and stick to that. Don't have ups and downs throughout the season, having a a very good standard, uh, and rather than playing a 10 and then a 5 and then an 8 and then a 7, I prefer always be 7.5 all the time and there are a couple of times 8 and teaming for always 8.5, but more established uh, caliber every week. So that's for me consistency, that's what we aim. Uh, so for me, after a very good game, I would respond after that and you know, making sure that now in a different environment like New York City, the stadium, the grass, the dimensions, all that, the caliber, because Normally, when we talk about New York City playing away, we always talk about the field. It's all about the opponent. It's a very good opponent. It's a quality opponent. It's a team that plays very good football. So it's all of that, how we can have a good result there. There was a well-written story about three stats you really kind of focus on from games. Um, of the three stats, which one maybe has more importance? I guess NYCFC at Yankee Stadium. Well, about that, uh, about that article, like... Uh, we have way more stats that we pay attention. Way more data. It's but not, those are three. It's not those three are the only one or the main ones that we pay attention. It's, it's kind of out of many many parts of our analysis. It's, it's some part of it, right? It's, it's a little sample of what we do. Um, but uh, I would say that kind of the main focus for us this year out of those three was uh, the, the quality of the shot, right? We expect the goal for a chance. That was something that we really wanted to improve because as the article said, last year we identified, even though we were one of the highest or maybe the highest uh, mm -hmm. expected goals total number, right. one of the lowest uh, in terms of uh, expected goals per chance. So that tells something about the type of chance that we want to create. Um, so yeah, it's part of everything. I think, I think, I think at times, you know, um, we have a very holistic approach to analysis. So it's, yes, stats, the numbers, uh, but it's also the video and and the knowledge of the game. Which at times that you cannot 
by that with data, right? So the knowledge of the game, the knowledge of the situations of the game, being there, uh, understanding the mentality of the players, where we come from, game by game, every situation changes. It was an early goal, and then what happened, the, the status of the game, the majority of the status of the game against Red, uh, Red Bulls, it was, we were winning. For, nine, for 85 minutes, we were winning. That changes compared to other games against Red Bulls, where maybe we were chasing, or we were pushing for the first goal. So it's a different, so you compare one to the other, Times. You, you need to understand all this to put in context the data. So again, it's a holistic approach, which the data analysis that, that the club is trying to build is very good. We rely on that and we, we believe in that. But it's always about the context and how we present the information, what, what for me makes the difference. And Miles mentioned that. Watch, you're using the film to expand his game. Do you do more individual one-on-one sessions with them or more as a unit? What do you f- find more effective to kind of help a player like Miles or any player on the team just use film to so its maximum effectiveness? So we do th- three times of film. Uh, the n- normal film we do for analyzing our last game that, that I do. I'm in charge of, of that post-match analysis through video uh, with Jose always. Jose supervises everything, right? But, but I'm the one delivering that to the team. Then we have the IDPs, the individual development plans where, where um, uh, Eugenio uh, my assistant is, is going to the players and here and there, maybe not every week because at times we overload the players, mm-hmm. but little details on a summary of clips of that can help that player. And then there the unit uh, work where at times Diego takes the back four, plus maybe a holding center mean we talk about the shift overs, defending the box, defending crosses, defending cutbacks, how we men mark in certain situations in other words, so not. So how we do that as a unit. So we have those three tools in terms of film they also have these apps that they can get on their phone, all, all their touches, so that's more individual and that's on their own. They can see all the information, the opponent analysis, so we do a lot on that. The key for me is at times too much is not the solution, is you have to measure when maybe you let them rest for three weeks on individual film and when you overload them with three times a week. So that's more the feeling of coaching, but, but we have the tools, which is very good. How different is that from when you were a player? When you were, <laughs> how has how's that just changed the, the way you prepare with uh, the video? It is very different. It's very different. Like I was telling the other day, Eugenio, that I cannot imagine our generation with all the tools that we have nowadays, right? So that uh, video, uh, kind of better, better uh, training sessions, more specific, more towards the game model, and talking about concepts and, and principles of play and all these, like, it's, it's very good. I, I mean, I'm excited for the present of the players we have, the, the, the amount of resources they have to improve are massive. Um, so yeah, it was very different. In my days, I remember I was asking the video analyst to give me the DVDs or even the, the cassettes with uh, the last two games of the opponent. On Tuesday, I should have in my locker room the last two uh, games of the opponent we are facing and our last game. So that's, and then it was on my own analyzing that um, just for my own development, but it was very, very different those days. Mm-hmm. Gonzalo, the Open Cup draw is later today. What's your plan in, in managing that with the workload? Uh, New York City. New York City <laughs> is my plan. And then, yes, I understand the draw and we will plan after that, but honestly, I'm, I'm trying to go week by week. And yes, we have kind of a bigger picture plan on loading and maybe rotation here and there, depends on the fun. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we have that. But, to be honest, uh, I know the draw today, but my focus is New York City. We'll see what happens after that. I wanted to ask you a big picture thing about training. Um, you guys start with rondos every day. And in a game like this one, where it's tight spaces, 
know, how important is that in kind of setting the tone for training every day and how you do different things with them every time? Yes, for me, the rondos, and, and, uh, I don't know, uh, there are different definitions of rondo. The one we do is kind of the 6v2, 8v2, or two guys in the middle. At times it's more for fun, but um, I always like that exercise because for me, that's the game. That's very similar to the game. It's about two guys in the middle, the guy in the ball has two options, three options, I'm sorry, one on the right, one on the left, one through ball. It's always about attracting with the pass to my guy on the right, so then they pressure, play back, and then I break the lines. It's about defending, defending in pairs, pressure on the ball, cover, angles. It's about the quality of the pass. Should I pass the ball to the left foot? That means the message is you go to the next guy there. If I pass to the right, it's maybe play back or play a through ball. So it's that in very tight areas. Those little things, for me, help a lot to the speed of play. Uh, what we do is different conditions, at times one touch, at times you cannot play back to the same player, at times it's everything in the air, so they have a little bit of aerial duels, which in the modern game you don't train a lot. So we have different types of rondos, but uh, I think all that helps in general, not just for this game, help for the speed of play and the idea of attracting to release pressure uh, in general. We ask about the players' mentality all the time. Uh, things are going a lot more to plan so far this year. How are you doing uh, as far as approaching your job and your enjoyment level of it? In terms of mentality? Yeah. Your enjoyment, uh, the, just being able to come to work knowing that you had a win last week, all that kind of thing. I think that's that's that should be a given every day. You should enjoy this. And I think normally we do, obviously, after a tough loss, it's hard to enjoy the next day, right? It's something maybe you don't enjoy that. Bigger picture, you reflect on that and you say, okay, I enjoyed that process of suffering a little bit. And from there, we we grew up. We grew up. Um, so, um, but I, I would say that the enjoyment I feel from the players arriving here, having the breakfast all together, uh, having more cohesion as a team, more you know, team bonding, all that. I think uh, we enjoy the day by day very uh, better this year. Is that cohesion? Has that improved uh, this year, you think, in a major way? Yes, massive, massive. Uh, how important is that for the future of the team and just kind of for long-term sustained success? I think it's very important. I think it's, it's just, uh, we call it, yes, uh, cohesion, uh, uh, you know, team culture, uh, behaviors. We, we have different things for that, but for me, it's just enjoying. We are all here at the same time this year, and we have the ability to, to put our signature in this year. So when people, 15 years from now, are going to look back at 2023, what they're going to say about this team. We are all here at the same time. That's a coincidence. And now, how we can make this year unforgettable. And, and that's for me, coming here every day, pushing ourselves at, at times is also part of enjoyment. It's at times it's not everything is nicey-nicey, and I have to tell them good things to my teammates, and we have a good mood. No, at times you say, you need to do better here. Yeah, and you need to do better here. Okay, we have an agreement now. Now we go from there, and we enjoy competing. Fighting, we enjoy all of these little things that are part of football. I think we've been doing that much, much better. What's different about this game? Uh, I think, in general, there are new players, of course, but but in general, this this group suffered a lot last year. So we we all collectively, the club, the players, the staff, we all suffer a lot with the situation. At times the mood wasn't the right one, at times the cohesion wasn't there, at times the results wasn't there, at times we played very good and we didn't get the results, the injuries, um, a lot of things that were happening to the team that, that didn't feel right. And, and I felt that after that suffering, we come this year and said, 
education? What if this, all of this is a bit more normal? Maybe we're a bit more successful and we're enjoying this time, but making sure that, that we don't, um, how I can say, we're not uh, careless. So now, okay, we're in a good shape now, we're in a good mood now. Okay, now we don't need to put the effort, no. Like, and we suffer that much that we care every day being up to that standard because we know how fragile that is. So I think that's what we learned, and I think that's why we are a little bit better so far.